0: Hello, yoga friends! You've tuned in to the Yoga Discovery Podcast, and I'm Brenda C. Epley from Green Tree Yoga of PA. If you're new to the podcast, fantastic. Welcome. And if you're tuned in once again, many thanks for your continued support. To remind all listeners, I created the Yoga Discovery Podcast for students who want a basic understanding of the words they hear in a yoga class. And Surya Namaskar is pretty common in our modern yoga world. Let's begin by looking at the Sanskrit words Surya Namaskar. Surya is defined as sun and Namaskar translates to salutations or greetings. So Surya Namaskar means sun salutations. Early humans and many cultures throughout the world have historically revered the sun that is the symbol of life and rebirth, prosperity, illumination, love, intelligence, and consciousness. Think of the earliest cave paintings that illustrate the sun in some format. If you've been listening to my previous podcasts, you know that I like to start by examining the history of the Sanskrit term we are focusing on as it applies to yoga. While sun worship as part of religious and spiritual traditions predates any written text, the first written reference of Surya Namaskar is linked to the Indus Valley civilization. And what is so often the case when discussing the ancient yoga lineage, the historical origins of Surya Namaskar are controversial. Scholars generally agree that, according to the Vedas, A Surya Namaskar practice in some form may have existed as early as 3500 BCE. If you aren't familiar with the Vedas, I encourage you to listen to my Origins of Yoga podcast in which I provide an introduction to the Vedas. In short, the word Veda translates to knowledge, and the Vedas are the most important sacred texts that form the foundation of Hinduism, although they are inclusive of all humanity. However, the Surya Namaskar as mentioned in the Vedas looks very different from our modern sun salutations, as the focus in the ancient Vedas was upon prostrations and reciting mantras in a ritualized form that often included bowing to the sun. If you wish to dive more deeply into the textual references related to the god Surya, I suggest that you read the story of Hanuman in the great epic known as the Ramayana. Students are often greatly surprised to learn that the modern 12-asana posture sun salutation sequence practiced in yoga studios today isn't some recipe that was found in ancient texts. Krishnamacharya, father of modern yoga who lived from 1888 to 1989, stated that he found evidence of the Surya Namaskar practice in the 5,000-year-old text known as the Yoga However, this text was written on palm leaves. Did you know that ants love to eat palm leaves? I didn't. (laughs) Well, you guessed it. The text that Krishnamacharya referenced no longer exists, and no one else seems to have read it, so no one can be certain of the accuracy or authenticity of Krishnamacharya's linking of Surya Namaskar asanas to the 5,000-year-old yoga and. To muddy the waters to a greater degree, Krishnamacharya himself gave conflicting accounts over his lifetime—he lived to be hundred years old—about the existence of the Yoga Kurunta. Because of his reputation as a great student, teacher, and scholar of yoga, Krishnamacharya was invited to the Mysore Palace in southern India during the 1920s to teach yoga. At the time, wrestling and gymnastics were very popular and prominent in Mysore. Krishnamacharya observed these activities and they informed the asanas and sequencing that he expanded upon. It is in Mysore that he developed the modern form of Surya Namaskar, so often practiced in yoga studios today. If you practice or are familiar with Surya Namaskar B, also known as Sun Salutation B, that is commonly found in an Ashtanga practice, look to Krishnamacharya since the vinyasa style of yoga was developed by a student of Krishnamacharyas at the Mysore Palace. Are you a practitioner of Iyengar? Yep, you guessed it. Look to Mysore and the Krishnamacharya lineage for your sequencing of Surya Namaskar since Iyengar was a brother-in-law and pupil of Krishnamacharya. So while we can say without a doubt that Krishnamacharya was heavily influenced by historical textual references to sun worship and postural asanas, he is generally associated as the individual who first published the classic 12 postural sequence that is so popular today. And if you dive more deeply into the history of Surya Namaskar, it's important to remember that those two words together do not always, through time, convey the postures of our modern era. Context defines the way you use and interpret the two words, so Surya Namaskar, when compared to the present day, looked very different 2,000 years ago, or 1,000 years ago, or even 200 years ago. As we look at the modern practice of Surya Namaskar, there is no one particular way to move through the asanas that comprise the sun salutations. Each yoga tradition approaches sun salutations with sometimes slight, sometimes dramatic variations. Most commonly, there are 12 postures that flow sequentially from one to the next. Have you ever wondered why we practice sun salutations? Are they just some physical action that we go through because our teachers tell us to? Well, of course not. Surya Namaskar has numerous benefits, And this is why so many yoga traditions include a variation of the sequence within their practice. Sun salutations are empowering and energizing, providing a total body workout. They stoke your agni or fire, thereby improving digestion and serve as a terrific warm-up when placed at the beginning of your practice. Sun salutations join together asana and meditation and pranayama, which is breath work, as I explained in my last podcast, to create an inward focus. The repetitive nature of sun salutations is a moving meditation that, when paired with ujjayi breath, which is victorious or warrior breath, prepare the body for practice. Sun salutations are a great way for students to learn about rooting into the earth while elongating and extending. Other benefits include muscle strength and flexibility and stability. You might hear teachers telling you to root downwards while rising through the spine. If you've ever found yourself in the zone while practicing multiple sun salutations during a class, you know what I mean. Moving in unison with a collective spirit is transformative. And as a centering practice that is ritualistic in nature, Surya Namaskars send gratitude for the sun's light and warmth. Also, I want to point out that there is a moon salutation known as Chandra Namaskar. While Surya Namaskar is an engaging sequence, Chandra, or moon salutation, is much more restorative in nature. The flowing asana practice associated with Chandra Namaskar is Modern, although lunar worship, like sun worship, dates to our earliest ancestors. Moon salutations are a wonderful way to wind down your yoga practice or quiet the mind and to prepare your body for bedtime. With so many terrific benefits of sun salutations, what should you be mindful of when practicing? The possibility of injuries is higher when you are moving through any flowing sequence. Why? Well, students often find themselves in a class that moves quickly and without understanding the critical nuances of transitioning from one asana to the next. And, because sun salutations are repetitive in nature, repeating the same bad habits will naturally, over time, lead to injury. A perfect example is the movement of chaturanga. It's a highly complex movement And yoga teachers often don't have time to break down the posture in a yoga class, so students do their best through imitation and by listening to cues. Sadly, it's no surprise that shoulder and wrist injuries are common in chaturanga. But injuries can most certainly be avoided entirely if instructed and understood properly. Chaturanga requires a strong understanding of what is happening in the anatomy that is targeting the movement. Just as in any asana, if you're feeling pain, the first thing to do is back off. And if you can't find out what's causing the pain, time to ask your yoga teacher for input. Let's look at some things to think about when you're practicing any version of sun salutations. Ideally, you will face towards the east and the sun. Some yoga traditions incorporate the use of mantras with each single asana. Many will incorporate ujjayi breath that is carefully synchronized with the movement of the asanas and will help to lead you to a meditative state. Even if you don't practice ujjayi, pranayama or breath work is of utmost importance. The heart rate should remain steady and the breath smooth and even. If you find it difficult to link the breath with a movement, it's time to back off and slow down. The ego, as in all of yoga, has no place in sun salutations, and you should never feel pressured to keep up the same pace as your fellow students or teachers. When your heart is racing and the breath is uneven, it's difficult, if not impossible, to maintain your focus and will make getting to a meditative state nearly impossible. And of course, that's when those injuries that I spoke of earlier will appear. Regarding how long to stay in each individual posture, yoga traditions vary in the amount of time that each asana is held. For example, sun salutations can be vigorous and intense and include jumps back to plank or forward from downward dog, or practice slow and with flowing, gentle asanas moving from one to the next. There are always modifications for each of the postures. If you are new to yoga, Start small and have realistic expectations, and by all means, listen to your body and take breaks. Never push through pain, and learn to recognize the difference between pain and tension within a muscle or joint. Child posture is your best friend when building the strength to move through sun salutations. When I first began yoga, My arms and legs were shaking from lack of strength, and I I remember this very vividly. I certainly couldn't hold downward dog for more than a few breaths. I remember looking over at my best friend, who was also new to yoga, and, and I mouthed the words, are you kidding me? Now I find Surya Namaskar to be meditative, and I quickly establish an internal focus as I move through the repetitions while linking the breath. It is nothing short of joyful to me to feel the body and mind working in a beautiful partnership with the breath. But like everything in yoga, it takes time and patience to get to that point. Ask any long time yoga practitioners and they will usually remember when they first were introduced to the Surya Namaskar sequence. It's great if you can aim for between 10 to 20 minutes of sun salutations that will start your day with focus and a, a sense of steadiness and ease and gratitude. So to sort of bullet point what I've highlighted today first, worshipping the sun is commonly found in many cultures and can be traced to prehistoric civilizations. Second, most scholars agree that the 12 postures associated with sun salutations is relatively new in the yoga timeline. Third, variations of Surya Namaskar are found in many yoga traditions. Fourth, most injuries happen when moving too quickly through the sequence, without having the strength and stability and understanding of the individual asanas. And finally, Surya Namaskar is highly beneficial in many regards and links together asana, meditation, and pranayama. Now off you go to delve further into understanding each of the movements associated with the postures as well as the linking of the breath that serve to support your efforts to connect your inner wisdom. By honoring the sun with its life-giving force, we tap into an energy that brings greater awareness to who and what we are while illuminating personal growth. And with that, we've made it to the end of this podcast. Thank you once again for joining with me to deepen your understanding of all things yoga. I'm Brenda C. Epley from Green Tree Yoga of PA. To learn more about me, please check out my website at green-tree-yoga.com or send an email to greentreeyogaofpa at gmail.com. I love to receive emails about ideas for podcasts. And if you've learned something beneficial today, great. I ask that you share the podcast with others. May your day be filled with gratitude and peace.